Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. Our Matrix server is about as free as Internet chat can be. Join the existing rooms or create your own at chat.freetalklive.com. that you control and 603-283-6160 is the phone number here that's 603-283-6160 you can bring up whatever is on your mind or comment on what we're talking about it doesn't matter it's free talk live and that number is 603-283-6160 and with you in the studio tonight you've got me bonnie Lori, and nikki and tonight on free talk live we have Another story, we've covered just hundreds of them in my time, at least on Free Talk Live, of a group of people who, instead of coming up with their own solution, they're going to the government about their problems. Typical. Typical of a lot of different groups. This is from APNews.com. says, adult dancers in Washington State want a stripper's bill of rights. Here's how it could help them. A stripper's bill of rights. And I just think it's that, so funny, like the, just the name of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to like wrap my head around like what they're asking for. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I think there's like most strip clubs have a certain like etiquette that people need to follow or else mm-hmm. they'll get kicked out. Like, I mean, typically like there's no touching unless you like pay for that. You know what I mean? Like there's a certain level of expectation that people have to like it seems uphold like, to, to not get thrown out. And it seems like that could be upheld privately. That's the thing. Yeah, and uh, to get the state involved in that is kind of like. I also wonder if they're calling strange. it the strippers' bill of rights because, like, they want to call it, call themselves adult dancers, which just sounds so weird because it's like, what you're just the same thing as children's dancers, but adult? No, like it's it's different. I don't know it's why it's different. offensive anyway. Yeah, just they say strip. stripper. Yeah, yeah, right? like that's they strip their clothes off. Yeah, strippers. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and like also like. It's very like there's pole dancing, right? So like pole dancing is a separate thing or it can be. I think hmm. pole dancing can also be an aspect of stripping. But to like to adult dancers to me it doesn't they're uh, I not all strippers are prostitutes, but most of them are. I I didn't even know about that. Like I do, I wouldn't Most know of the that. ones I know are at least doing some extra things for money like that's how you make the real money. I only know one girl that was like my friend and was a stripper and like I would talk to her about it like, what's this like? Blah, blah, blah. And, and then one guy, but gay guys are basically like open for business all the time. Well, I mean, maybe not all of them, but like most of the ones I know. Um, but anyways, so I guess I was really offensive. But yeah, I'm all for strippers. Like they should be allowed to be yeah. a thing and everything. I just think it's ridiculous when any group goes to the government for yeah. enforcing their rights. And also, I just think there's so many language things recently that are so annoying. Like, oh, we have to call it adult dancing. 
you're you're doing a sexual job it's like at that point who cares what you call it you know like like you said stripper isn't i mean i think the state should mandate that we call them adult dancers like that should be a law that's like really important oh my gosh it's like people will always say stripper like yeah somebody makes a joke like blah blah stripper involved they're not gonna say adult dancer like you're never gonna change it i don't even understand why it's offensive me either like all these terms that we have to use like you can't call them a waitress anymore now they're servers like everybody has these these stipulations to everything i didn't know that was offensive yeah it's i guess Hmm. i don't know why any of that's offensive i don't know what's the same thing with like prostitutes like if you call them a hooker it's like i'm not a hooker i'm a um sex worker yeah sex worker Mm. but what's the other one an escort Mm. like no i'm well escort's different though because it could be someone who you just hired to go to a fancy dinner with you and you didn't want to go alone you want a woman's company i guess men. yeah i guess that's more like an yeah that's more like escorting yeah but i feel like a lot of escorts probably like under the table like also do that stuff too yeah maybe i I, I was under the impression that they were just like fancier yeah that's what i thought too you know I think what that I mean? they like, probably she's not the one that you find, like on like the homeless chick on the street like yeah. you know she she's she the one least, you take to the casino. Yeah, she at least has a motel room to yeah. stay in. <laughs> I think that most of them probably are exactly what you're saying but just like the definition is supposed to not be that. It's like no no I'm yeah. I go on dates with men. And again like no judgment. I don't care. No, it's awesome. Like, yeah, like it. if they want to do that like that's cool. That's fine. Um yeah, my friend who was a gay guy, he was always just like Bonnie, if you started being like an escort, you could hook a senator or something. You could hook like somebody with that's lots really, of money. That's a really nice compliment. Yeah, that really is. <laughs> I, I've held on to that literally because it's so funny <laughs> and nice. Okay, but let's get into this. I, I'm wondering if they're going to call it a stripper's bill of rights or is, if that's just what AP is calling it. It says, for months, Andrea studied for her master's degree in library sciences. Well, that's why you're a stripper. <laughs> library sciences? <laughs> What? Okay, so... It's to be a librarian. Y- you have to go to that, school for I feel that? like that's like a... This sounds like a like a porn setup, right? <laughs> yeah. Like the sexy librarian. And then the rapper helps her pay for her college tuition because she becomes a stripper. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if rappers are in porn, but um, it would be in a rap song, definitely. It says, for months, Andrea studied for her master's degree in library sciences between dancing naked at clubs in Seattle. But then she was sexually assaulted at work and slapped by a customer and nobody stepped in to help. That sucks. I mean, that sounds like that's an issue with the club. Definitely. I mean, they need to have security there. I I don't think we need to like make a law that they need to have security, but I would assume that's already against the law. That actually is already it's already against the law. That's assault. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I think the club should have like their own security and. And better it's weird, security. and also like there, you know, there's other men there. No one stuck up for her. Like hmm. that sounds like a weird, bad cultural thing. Yeah, it sounds like a bad choice there. to work at that club. Mm-hmm. Like, is it a really gross, grimy club? I'd like to see a picture of it, and then I'd be like, you know, you'd be able to tell, like, yeah, I would never apply there or not. But now she and hundreds of other strippers in Washington State are fighting for statewide protections that would be the most comprehensive in the U.S., according to advocates. Isn't she going to be like done doing this soon and be a librarian or whatever? Making maybe she's going to do both. Hmm. 
I mean, I don't know if that's actually to be a librarian. Library sciences, I've never before heard that I would think so. Do you need a master's degree to be a librarian? I would be shocked. Maybe like, in Washington you do. That's just ridiculous. If Washington do. seems like the type of state that would make you get a master's degree to be a librarian. It's probably for like the upper echelon of jobs at the library, like hmm. yeah, library director or whatever. Yeah, maybe. It's just crazy. Like if it wasn't all government <laughs> jobs, then you could probably just like be a normal person and like run a library because it doesn't seem that hard. Like, you know, if you can do like your office stuff and you know, get things done. They're like a, a lady who runs a hotel right now. You think she can't run a library? Like, is it, you need a master's yeah, degree? I mean, no. I don't know what it entails, but it definitely doesn't warrant a master's degree. I think most things don't warrant a master's degree. Right. Like the general manager at a hotel. I'm just thinking that because that's like the jobs I've done most of my life is hotels. Is probably doing just as much stuff with her less than bachelor degree than a library lady is doing. It's not like you're, she's not like, you know, procur. Well, you know what? Now that I think of it, like in the public schools I went to, the librarian also taught classes. So, Mm -hmm. like, especially in in elementary school, like, we would go to the library and she would read to us and, like, kind of teach a whole class. So, maybe, like, for something like that, they would want you to have a master's degree. You don't need a master's degree to be just a regular teacher. I think a lot of teachers do need a master's in education, depending Mm -hmm. on what grade you're teaching. Yeah. Hmm. Well, either way, um, I guess you... But then you would just become a teacher, right? Like... I don't know. We we need to know what library sciences is. I guess I could search that while we're reading this. But so we're like really stuck on this part, and it probably like doesn't actually have anything to do with the story. It, I feel like it does though, because it's like, are you going to school for something completely stupid? Where you're like, listen, I need this job. I absolutely need this specific job, and it has to be this way for me. So the government has to help me. Uh, or could you just go to like a different? Could you just get in the workforce and not be broke? Could you just, you know, do anything else? Like, I hate when people make their own problems and make them everyone else's problem. Yeah. So. I mean, they do it because they make good money. Being a stripper. stripper, Being a stripper. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I know a lot of girls who, I mean, it was a great opportunity for them. Like some, Mm -hmm. I know some girls who, who strip and they're like, yeah, going to college or like whatever. Buying a house um, like real young. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then I know other girls who it was like, you know, they weren't very smart. Um, and like this was the best opportunity they had to like make the most amount of money. And they're doing really well for themselves. Unfortunately, they're not like investing any of it. And they're just buying a lot of designer stuff. And all this money is going to be gone soon. But I mean, that's their right to do that. But so I've kind of seen both sides of the coin where you have like your stereotypical like dumb stripper and then you have like really intelligent women who are like have an end goal inside like they have a five year plan. Yeah. Crying about it, though, is a problem saying, yeah. oh, I chose this line of work and now I'm going to cry because I don't like it. Then don't do it. Then don't do it. Yeah. Don't yeah. work at the club that you don't I like mean, or or don't do the job or. And I agree. Like, obviously, I. She shouldn't have been assaulted. Like, that's awful. Right. Like Lori pointed out, that's already against that's the already law. Against law. Yeah. Already not okay to do. Um, but I don't think they need a whole separate bill of rights. Like, I think the regular bill of rights probably yeah. just covers whatever, like, right. whatever they're asking for. If the club's not doing proper security, then don't work there. Yeah. yeah. There has to be another one in Seattle. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, as far as the library science thing, all I've learned so far googling it is it says most librarian jobs 
it's necessary to get a master's degree in library really? science. And they're most of them, like even like Keene well, Town Library. See that this is like these are all parasite jobs. Like they're almost all government and um, funded. Yeah, and like going to school is part of being part of the parasite culture. Like yeah, going to college for things that are unnecessary. Like here, here's some of the things that said that. Um, it entails, it says, um, it's information studies. This field focuses on how to classify and use data or objects and emphasizes the importance of preserving knowledge and promoting literacy. And, um, okay, that wasn't <laughs> the thing I meant to, to read, but it, it, it was saying basically like, well, sometimes they're going to want to have to look for an item for somebody that's hard to come by. And other times they're going to need to look up historical documents. Like, seriously, you need a, a master's degree for that? Right. Like, I feel like I, yeah. I feel like I know more, like, I don't know i have learned so many things just doing this job yeah just from having like my husband teach it to me or looking up YouTube. yeah like a more like hands-on work environment and i would think i mean if you're in the library i mean they got all those books <laughs> just read some of the books you can learn anything now i i'm yeah. a big believer Seriously. that you could learn literally any job yeah. Because we have the internet. But there are yeah. these parasites called the teachers of library science that need you to go to that class so yeah. you can get a parasite library job. But yeah. back to the strippers. I, I just wanted to clarify that because it's just I'm so still stupid. I'm so, so shocked because like, I, I spend a lot of time at the library because I'm a big book person. Um, and it's always like young girls and old ladies that work yeah. there. Like I've never seen it. And I'm not trying to like discriminate again. Like I don't. I mean, my best friend got a master's degree when she was 21 years old. Like, I know you can be a young girl and have a master's degree in whatever. Um, and old ladies can also hold master's degrees. But I would just, I don't know. It just didn't seem like. doesn't seem like you need to go. It's yeah, just it more like what they're doing there. Like, yeah, it's like less me, less me trying to profile them and more just me, like, genuinely, like. Wondering what you're doing. Why do you need to spend, like, $100,000 on a master's degree? to to do this job seriously i feel like in a normal like un coerced economy you wouldn't make that much money being a librarian like who really values you standing there and putting the book back on the shelf like a hundred thousand dollars a year type of job like i'm not saying i don't think they're making that much I, i'm just saying like to um make it make sense for you to have like a crazy master's degree debt yeah, it, it just it doesn't. But it's the actually same thing with teachers. Like yeah, they they have to get a master's degree in education, and then they cry about making like seventy, eighty thousand dollars a year. And it's right. like, okay, well, you should have done something different. Then you should have looked like, into it. Yeah, like you could have Googled how what's the median income of a teacher. Insert state where you live. I, I hate you know what seeing I mean? like those that's what videos. I did before I went to college. I think I would have even spent like twenty grand on a degree before I knew like what investment I was making. Yeah, it's 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 like really scary when you see those videos because I don't know if you you're referring to like the actual videos of that happening, but people are like, I got a master's degree in education and uh, and like science blah, blah blah, and I'm like a fifth grade teacher. I do this blah blah blah, and all the not to mention all the unpaid work of grading or blah 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 whatever. And I still I did the math. I'm making about fifteen dollars an hour. I could have done a waitressing job and made yeah, more. Yeah, it's, like, it's like but well, you didn't do the math before. Yeah. You went to college. It's just but scary that those people thing. are quote unquote teaching but, but quote this, unquote our children. This goes beyond teachers, though, right? Because yeah. this this is a thing, like a cultural thing, where like kids go to public school, they graduate from high school at eighteen years old, and then like I know in my experience, 
I was pushed into, or like everyone that went to my high school was very heavily like indoctrinated and pushed towards college. It was like, if yeah, you, they had an extremely high, the particular high school I went to, they had an extremely high rate of kids that moved on to college. And like, that was very important for them to like uphold that, you know, like X amount of kids go to Ivy League schools, X amount, you know what I mean? Like that was part of their reputation. Hmm. So they pushed all of us. Like you got to go to college. You got to go to college. Like you cannot drop out. That's basically just like all schools now. It's like, oh, that is the thing you do. You go to college after this. Don't you want to be prepared for college? Blah, blah, blah. And that's the thing. So then you're signing on for like a ton of debt mm-hmm. and then like I, at 18 years old I didn't know what I, I mean I guess I kind of did know what I wanted to do but like not really I was trying to the first thing I wanted to study in college was like environmental science yeah what would I have done with that degree not what I'm doing now so I would have wasted you know uh maybe close to a hundred thousand dollars or taken out student loans and and then not had a job in that field or or got a job in that field and, and wouldn't have been happy. So like, I was better off like waiting until I was like 22, 23 and being like, OK, I, I'll go to nursing school because that makes more sense. And it's it's just a fast track straight into the parasite class. That's why they do it. They push it on 18 year olds who haven't like finished um, like their brain development, quote unquote. I really don't know if I believe that. But, you know, 18 yeah. year olds who are very experienced. I think that's what's more important than the quote brain development. So you're not very experienced in life and you don't really know what your own values are really because your parents didn't raise you the public school did and now like in my case i was like oh i'm gonna become an accountant because i took an accounting class and it was like pretty fun for me i was like i'll just become an accountant if i had done that instead of like listening to my gut and being like i just don't want to go to college yet and i just Mm -hmm. didn't and i went and lived life um I would just be like a total parasite right now. All my opinions would be like handed down to me. I probably would have never had all the experiences with cops going after me that led to me being a libertarian. And I'd be like some kind of a Republican in Utah who was an accountant and believed that the IRS was necessary or something. Yeah, I'd be interested to know how many people go and get a degree for something that is then useless for their hmm. job. A lot of people. How many people probably. like I'd like to know what the statistics on that you mean, are like, like how much is wasted in these degrees. Do you mean like a, a degree that is required for those positions or just in general? Just like a degree that someone gets and then they don't work in that field. Oh, okay. They can't find Probably a job. Probably a lot of them. Yeah. yeah. I assume a lot. Yeah. I know I know plenty of people who say that that's what happened to them. Mm-hmm. And um, like I have a friend who got a master's degree in business and it took her like a year and a half to get a good jo- to get a job at all. Like obviously yeah. she was working her coffee job like in between, yeah. but like to get a job that required her degree it took like a year and a half well i I, I trade schools better right absolutely cheaper um i briefly mentioned my best friend that um got her master's degree when she was 21 years old which is you know very young to to finish grad school um so obviously she had a 4.0 gpa like she had a photographic memory like extremely smart very good work ethic like she had everything going for her right uh, it took her years to find a good job in her field that was well-paying. You know what I mean? So it's like even like, you know, the top the top performers are even in, I mean, marketing and business. I mean, that's what her degrees were in. Like, that's pretty, That's it's not like gender studies or something or like history, like something that you would expect to have a little bit more of a challenging time with. Those are like, if you're going to college, most people will give you the advice, get an MBA. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a great thing to study in college. But that's what she did, and she still had a hard time finding a job because so the funny. market is just 
flooded with people who had more experience than her. I was in a line at a, like a Korean market, so cute in San Antonio called Souls and um, or Seoul, like the city. And um, I was with that friend that I was just telling you about who also got an MBA and was like saying that it was had been like a year and she hadn't got a good job. And she was like complaining about that to me. And the lady behind us, she was so nice. She was like, my son is going through the same exact thing. Give me your stuff. And she wanted to pay for my friend's <laughs> stuff. And she's like, no, no, no. But thank yeah. you. And uh, so, yeah, I feel like it's, it's like common. a really common thing. The yeah. same thing happened with her brother. I don't know what he got his degree in. But um, it was the same exact thing. He moved back in with their parents. Yeah. And even that, I mean, like like I said, like when, you know, an MBA is like a pretty, if you're going to get a degree, like that's a pretty, you know, decent degree to get, right? That That's like a normal, good thing to study, I would think. And even those people yeah. are having a difficult time finding I mean, a job. The thing about it is like, I also know a group of boys from my class. So that girl I'm telling you about was from my class in San Antonio. And um, there's also a group of boys that were in my class who, during high school, started trading on Forex and saved up money doing odd jobs, whatever. And they started their business, moving business, like the second they graduated. They they are literally running a business and already making money and not in debt. Yeah. And they didn't get a business degree. They yeah. just figured all that out. But I think also, unfortunately, um, the like the the sense of like entrepreneurship is totally like for most kids especially ones that are going through the public school system like that is being not only like not taught in Mm -hmm. public school but it is actually actively being stripped out of them i think naturally most human beings are have like an entrepreneurial spirit um and would if like if they're like even like little kids they're like yeah let's start a lemonade stand or whatever like you know they're more likely to like Oh, oh, I'm going to make bracelets and I'm going to start my own business. Like, that's how kids think. They're not like, oh, I'm going to go work for whatever, like for this other person. Like, they naturally kind of want to do their own thing. And they're like very creative in that way. And I think in public school and especially like the push towards college, it's like, don't do that. That's a waste of time. Like, that's so risky. Like, Hmm. don't you want to just work for somebody else and have benefits and collect (laughs) a salary? Like, doesn't that sound so much better? Yeah, you'll have to work 70 hours a week and you'll have no freedom but until you're 70 years old yeah and then Mm. and then by the time you retire you're going to be so sick from all the stress that you endured in your job and you you know even though you missed your kids growing up and all this like isn't that just so much easier what is retirement age now 68 i don't even know i think i don't know honestly i think it's 68 i think it went up recently right it was 64 i know i think it's 68 now and like the the average life expectancy for an american is 76 years old it's going down yeah so you get eight years of freedom. Of freedom. That's yeah. terrible. Freedom. That's awful. Yeah. 603-283-6160. It's Free Talk Live. We're talking about the Strippers Bill of Rights when we come back. Um, don't go anywhere. More Free Talk Live coming up. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. walloffire.com. Do you know someone with a drug or alcohol problem? 
Get help now. Insurance may cover everything. Stop the drug and alcohol nightmare. Call 800-284-0523. Learn how through the Family Medical Leave Act, you can leave your job without losing your job. Locations everywhere. Get immediate help for drug and alcohol problems. Call now. 800-284-0523. USA News Update. Five Marines are still missing following the discovery of a Marine helicopter that went missing in California. The helicopter was found in Pine Valley Tuesday night, just about 40 miles east of San Diego. It was conducting a training flight from Creech Air Force Base near Las Vegas. Proclaiming himself as pro-life Superman, a man climbed the Las Vegas Sphere on Wednesday to gather funds for a pregnant woman. Mazan Deschamps shared footage on his Instagram profile. Hey guys, I'm here on top of the Sphere. I guess they're going to make me go through the top. Deschamps executed a comparable stunt in Phoenix during last year's Super Bowl week. Southern California is bracing for more rainfall and mountain snow this afternoon and into tonight. The area is still grappling with the aftermath of a Pineapple Express system that brought record-breaking precipitation and triggered nearly 500 landslides. John Schaefer, USA News. Have you heard the warning from the dead doctors don't lie guy? I'm talking about Dr. Joel Wallach. He says if you have a four-inch medical chart, if you take prescription drugs for high cholesterol or high blood pressure, arthritis, joint pains, or other health issues, the medical profession is failing you. They're using you for an ATM machine. That's what he says. He has a free lecture revealing what pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know. There's been groundbreaking research and discoveries on how to effectively treat or eliminate over 900 different diseases naturally. And it's all in his free lecture called Deadly Recipe. You want it free? Call him toll-free at 855-79-YOUNG. You ready? 855-79-YOUNG. Dr. Joel Wallach, the dead doctors don't lie guy, says there's no reason why we shouldn't live to be at least 100 and have a great time getting there. Tahibo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system. And it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit shopsupertea.com. The first word is shop, spelled S-H-O-P, then the word super, and then the word tea. The complete website is shopsupertea.com or call us at 818-984-6100 Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-984-6100. ShopSuperTea.com. We still do email. Drop your email address in the entry box at freetalklive.com, and you'll be kept in the loop with Free Talk Live.
603-206-6160 is the phone number here. You can call in with whatever is on your mind. That is 603-283-6160. And Free Talk Live is brought to you by Dash, digital cash. In addition to being one of the world's first cryptocurrencies, Dash was the first crypto project with a decentralized autonomous organization that to this day continues to improve and promote Dash. Thanks to the Dash DAO for sending us 32 Dash per month for this sponsorship. It's easy to get and use Dash. You can learn more at Dash.org. That's Dash.org. And with you in the studio tonight, it's me, Bonnie, Lori, and Nikki. And we were talking before the break about the Strippers Bill of Rights. That's right. In Washington State, a group of adult dancers, as you're supposed to call them, have put this thing together called the Strippers Bill of Rights that they want the government to enforce for them. And the only reason I really find it relevant, I'm not here to put down or or be mean to strippers, like whatever, I I don't care if somebody's a stripper. It's just always like a funny word, you know, I don't know. So it just like makes me make jokes. But either way, like you can be a stripper and it's fine and I won't judge you, but I will judge you if you want to use the government against others when you could just do things in a voluntary and peaceful way. So these people, it starts off telling the story of this girl named Andrea. She was going to college for library sciences. But between classes, she was dancing naked at clubs in Seattle. And then she was sexually assaulted at work and slapped by a customer. And nobody stepped in to help. Now she and hundreds of other strippers in Washington state are fighting for statewide protections. That would be the most comprehensive in the U.S. according to advocates. We shouldn't be verbally abused for just doing our job and existing. Oh, okay, hold up. You don't have to be a stripper to get verbally abused at work. Like, yeah, lots of people get verbally abused at work. Like, try just being a regular customer yeah. service person. I know, yeah, try being, like, I mean, so the jobs I've worked, like, being a waitress mm-hmm. or a nurse, like... Oh, I bet, yeah. The majority of my job was getting verbally assaulted. And it's like, yeah, you can stick up for yourself in an appropriate way, but, I mean, I have never been sexually assaulted or like, I mean, I've been physically assaulted at work. Um, and one of my coworkers at my nursing job actually did kind of get sexually assaulted, not like raped or anything, but Hmm. like somebody like an intoxicated man, like very inappropriately grabbed her, Hmm. but we're not like, Oh, we need a nurse's bill of rights. We're just like, okay, this is inappropriate. And you know, you, you let, management no and then you know you just you handle it within the confines of like your your like in, employ like your employer is supposed to handle that and you're supposed to like kind of do it within that way you're not and it just seems like kind it, of ridiculous like, to make a whole I, you know like state legislation over it, it just seems redundant too yeah. because most of this is already Illegal. like you're not you're not allowed to sexually assault people. That's against the law. You're not allowed to physically assault people. Like most of these things, I'm like, what extra? Now it's going to be extra illegal. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, you're just going to like <laughs> slap another charge on somebody. So it's like, okay, well, if oh no, it's, you get like the extra stripper sexual assault charge. And she just, I hope that's not what it is because I hate that it stuff has to, so much. It has to be like, right? hate crime. Like hate crime. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's, Cause they want to become already, a group. I mean, it already is a crime. You yeah. must not love it's them. It's a double crime. Like, you <laughs> must not love somebody if you're committing a crime against them. So why do we need an extra added It makes it thought crime. It, yeah. is literally it, is, it, it is thought crime. Yeah. No, because that's the thing. It's like, how can you prove that that right. person is committing that crime against somebody because they're gay or they're black or whatever? 
I mean, maybe. Maybe it's just coincidental. It could be a coincidence, yeah. And even if you are, even if you hate strippers and you do the jo- the crime against them, you still should only be punished for what you did, not what you think. Yeah, like what your intentions are. Yeah, it seems not That's right. just so Orwellian, like in yeah. your brain, going after your thoughts, literally. So she she talks really ghetto too. It's like you want to be a librarian. She says we shouldn't be verbally abused for just doing our job and existing. So that was Andrea, who has seen a DJ at one club harass dancers if they don't tip him enough. The dancers have to tip the t- DJ. Like what? I never understood this because I've always heard like um, you have to like pay a certain amount to strip that night, and then hopefully you make it back. And I'm just like that's oh, such a weird like job. They're renting. I didn't know that was like, a thing. Like, they have to, like, rent a space. Yeah, and even their own drinks. Like, you don't, or like, I don't know, maybe you don't want to be drunk doing it, but you also don't want to be sober. So, like... Yeah, I mean, uh, I wouldn't do one, that sober. Right, the one stripper I knew was, like, you don't want to, like, do it sober, but you got to pay for your own drinks, so you don't want to, like, with your, like, basically That's rent... weird. I don't, I don't know if it's I rent, I really but, didn't think it was like that. Well, she said that in San Antonio, there was a place that wasn't like that, but it was crappy, but when she yeah. moved to Las Vegas, so maybe, all the like, nice ones the were nice that way. nice places, you kind of have to, like... Huh, I really didn't think it was like that. I thought it was just like... And the other thing she said... I knew said, you had to give them a cut, obviously, but hmm. I didn't think that you had to... I guess to, that's like, what it pay. is. I don't know Maybe. if it's rent, but... And this was like years ago that I asked her about it, like, what, what's it like, blah, blah, blah. And one thing she said that, like, I already never wanted to be a stripper, but this, like, solidified it to me. She was like, you won't ever make money unless you're, like, doing a bunch of lap dances like you won't just make money being up on the stage not being touched no yeah yeah and i know girls who told me like you will not make money unless you're essentially like prostituting yourself obviously i don't think every club is like that but some of the local clubs clearly a lot of those girls are doing a little extra Hmm. that's so crazy but you know she has a a louis vuitton so Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that makes it okay. Well, I mean, you know, it's okay as and you can do whatever you want, but I wouldn't do that for a crappy piece of leather. But anyways, so she says we shouldn't be verbally assaulted for and abused. Sorry, verbally abused just for doing our job and existing. Just, just like internet talk, you know, that's all. She avoids the club. Oh, sorry. She talked about that DJ that would harass dancers if they don't tip him, him enough. She avoids the club if he's there, said the 24-year-old, who would only use her first name. The Associated Press does not identify people who say they have been sexually assaulted. Known as the Stripper's Bill of Rights, so I guess they are calling it that, proposals being considered in the legislature would require a security guard at each club. I'm shocked that there isn't one, naturally, like that that doesn't just happen. Keypad codes to enter dressing rooms. Why can't you just like start your own club at this point? Just start your own club that you hire a security guard for and, and put keypads on the dressing rooms. Or just go talk to management and be like, I would be more comfortable if you guys did this. I'm blah, surprised blah, blah. they're not already doing that. Right. You know what I mean? Like, girl, I, and that's the thing. Like, really, like, the market should demand this. Like, the girls should put their foot down and say, hey, this is inappropriate. Like, we have creepy guys walking into the dressing room. And I'm being, like, assaulted. Like, you need security or else we're all going to boycott your club and we're not going to work here anymore. I find yeah. it hard to believe that they don't have security already. Even I think little dive bars have security. Right. Yeah. No kidding. So, I don't... I mean, like, at the very least, they want to deal with drunk people. And, what, like, you know what this is going to be like? Because we did another story. I don't... I forget where it was out of. I feel like it was out of Texas, maybe. But, um... 
the woman need needed to hire like the local police. Like they mm. introduced oh, yeah, yeah. legislation where um, she was forced to have the local police do it. Like she couldn't even choose her own security. Yeah, the owner had to do that. Yeah. If like, that was in Minneapolis. Like so, mafia. Oh, okay, Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. So I feel like this is gonna turn into this where they're gonna like dispatch Seattle police officers to do like strip club security. On overpaid. I mean, over time, that's what they were doing um, in yeah. Minneapolis. I think that law like, this isn't is a what... thing anymore, but yeah, yeah that's, that would totally be their answer. Like, the government's going to be yeah. like, yeah, so we'll give you a police officer. Even better, right? And they're going to be like, in Minneapolis, that lady was saying they were, like, totally disinterested, like, sitting in their cars, like, not listening to her. They're yeah. like, you're not the boss of me. I'm getting paid anyway. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. That's such a good point. So it says, another thing is training for employees on preventing sexual harassment. Oh, my gosh. And procedures if a customer is violent. It would also require training on how to de-escalate conflict between dancers, employees, and customers. And signs stating that dancers are not required to hand over tips to the DJs. That's so weird. I mean, and that's, again, like, another, like, kind of cultural thing of the club. Like, because I've worked at restaurants where we tip out bussers and food runners and stuff like that and bartenders. And I've worked at restaurants where we were responsible for those things and we didn't tip people out or or they just got paid, like, a regular hourly wage and we didn't tip them out. So it's like, if you don't want to tip people out, then work somewhere where you're not required to tip people out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And even it's like, okay, if, like, a busser, for example... I didn't, I wasn't forced to tip those guys out, but if I want them to bust my tables for me tomorrow night, you know, I'm going to give them a good tip. Mm -hmm. But if I didn't give them a good tip, they're not going to help me and they're going to help all the other girls that are actually paying them. Hmm, Wow. I've never worked at one like that. Yeah. It was just like a cultural thing within the restaurant where it's like, and this is just life. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like we don't need laws and regulations to like force people to, to do certain things, it's like you have the freedom to choose what club you work at yep. and whether you're going to tip people out or not. And the strip yeah, that's clubs- a really weird thing to ask for a law to be made about. Right. Like, yeah, tipping out? Make, are you kidding right. me? I want you to make a law so I don't have to pay the DJ. That's to put so sign- weird and childish. To put signs up to say yeah. that you don't have to tip the DJ. <laughs> like- Instead of like like growing some uh, pear and saying to him, like, listen, I don't think I should have to pay- tip you. Like, yeah. Oh, he's going to harass me. Is harassing you being like... <clears throat> Hey, where's my tip at? Or or is it like is he following you home and being like you didn't tip me? You know, like I feel like yeah, the girls will call anything harassment at this point. Like if she's not calling it sexual assault, she's calling it harassment. It's probably absolutely nothing, <laughs> you know. Otherwise, she'd be like it's, it was assault. Okay, anyways, it is a legal licensed business operation in the state of Washington. Being a stripper, so the people who work there deserve our attention and our respect, and the protections that every other washington worker gets said democratic rep amy whalen who sponsored the house bill the senate is considering a similar bill the bills are the culmination of six years of advocacy work by strippers are workers a dancer-led organization in washington in response to wide regulation gaps for strippers at the 11 clubs across the state there's only 11 clubs in the state said Madison Jack Wu, its campaign manager. But those regulation gaps extend beyond Washington, and during those six years of work by Strippers Are Workers, only one other state added worker protections for adult entertainers, according to the National Conference of State Legislatures. In 2019, Illinois started requiring that adult entertainment establishments, along with other businesses, have a written sexual harassment policy. 
That same year, Washington added a few initial regulations, including panic buttons and blacklists for customers. It's just like, I don't know, other plenty of other places just naturally do that. Like there's panic buttons in hotels. You know, you don't have to ask. Yeah, or like a bank. You know what I mean? I don't think that that's a state law, though. Yeah, I don't think it has to be a state law necessarily. I, I've never heard it was, at least. And I'm just saying, like, plenty of other places do it. Yeah. And you don't have to make the government force them to. Yeah. Well, typically, if it's a good idea, you don't have to force people to do it. Yeah. It says the list by NCSL. I don't know what that is at the top of my head right now. Oh, the National Conference of State Legislatures. They make that obvious. The list by NCSL doesn't include bills focused on age minimums or human trafficking, a criminal industry whose victims are often recruited to work in the in U.S. strip clubs. You know, they call like anything human trafficking at this point, too. Like if somebody's like, sure, I'll go over to the next uh, state and have sex with your friend Jeffrey Epstein. It's <laughs> suddenly... You know, and I'm freaking 18 years old and yeah, I want to be a model. So introduce me to your famous rich friend. All of a sudden that's human trafficking now. It's just like every it's so many like consensual things are quote human trafficking or now like rape. Yeah, but human trafficking is like a huge one recently. I feel like they yeah. know that they can't just like call everything rape. So they're calling a lot of it human trafficking. And it's just like, doesn't that kind of water down the idea of like, absolutely oh, somebody who was like stolen from their front yard and forced to have sex. And like, that's tied the thing. Up? Yeah. It's like almost making a mockery of like these real, like awful things that are happening to people. Cause then like when someone's like, yeah, I was human trafficked or I was raped or whatever, it kind of like it takes away. I don't, I don't want to say it takes away from the validity of their story, but then it kind of, it makes people not care. Yeah, exactly. Because they get overwhelmed with hearing about it. Yeah. All these yeah. insignificant things that people are calling human trafficking. Yeah. That's very true. That's, I, I feel like it's almost like, it, it's like an insidious negative thing that they're trying to do. Um, you know, when they make everything sexual harassment, they make everything rape, they make everything human trafficking. It's just like, I feel like there's no way you can really objectively look at that and feel like you're trying to do something good for those people who are victims of those actual things. Um, if you're really like intelligent, at least says there have also been efforts at the local level, including a bar in Los Angeles and a strip club in Portland, Oregon, Oregon, where dancers voted to unionize. And in a 2014 decision with statewide implications, the Nevada Supreme Court ruled that dancers at one Las Vegas club are employees and are entitled to a minimum wage and other protections. And, you know, that sucks for the, the dancers because it's like they probably are, got locked out of options that maybe were more risky, but made them way more money. Because if you're an employee, then you don't get to do all these other things. It's the same thing that happened with Uber. Like some people don't want to have to work 40 hours a week. They want to do a side business 10 hours a week uber eats thing but in like i think new york city maybe even austin not austin the austin they talked about it in new york city and like california they've made it to where like oh no uber eats drivers are employees so you have to be like a w-2 yeah mm-hmm. that's weird so you it's can't terrible. just be like a private contract or not a private contractor but because typically with that job you would think like oh you're just a contractor you get a 1099 whatever yeah mm-hmm. um and within that it's like you owe less to the company actually so it's like, okay, yeah. And it's like forcing them to give you benefits and all this. That doesn't right. really, I think like if you're doing something like Uber Eats, like you might not care about benefits. You exactly. Know I mean? And that's like, the point. Like that's the whole point. Like when I was doing Uber Eats, the point was 
I don't want to be stuck in a job. I want to go get a job, and if I don't like it, quit that day and have money the very yeah, same you day. you want, like, the freedom. Because, yeah, in, in positions like that, like Uber Eats, like that, or or Uber, whatever, um, that's part of the appeal of it, is the freedom of it. You make your own hours. Once you're a W-2 employee, and once you, like, work for somebody, then you, you owe them all sorts of... You owe them a, a certain number of hours, and, you know, it, it exactly. just really... Yeah, it takes from, like, the whole reason why... Well, I'm honestly surprised that she gets this, but she doesn't get the other stuff. Um, So that the head of that strippers are sex workers, whatever uh, I said it earlier, the... um, The union? Or the the organization? Yeah. The organization for strippers? In Washington. Strippers' rights? Strippers are sex Sex workers? workers Strippers are workers, I think. Oh, oh, strippers are workers, yeah. Yeah. Strippers are workers. Um, Zach Wu... Um, said many strippers don't want to become full-time employees. This job is all about flexibility and trying to make it your own, she said. The bills in Washington would apply to all strippers, no matter their employment status. And it's like, once you give them power to the government over this, like you're not going to always be the one in charge of strippers are yeah. workers, blah, blah, blah. You're not going to always be the one making the decisions. So maybe one day they're going to make decisions you don't want. If you want to get the government involved, it's like getting the devil involved in your employment. People don't get that though. And we see that like with so many industries, like you were just talking about like Uber eats and, you know, and like we even see that, like, I mean, for example, like the midwives in New Hampshire, like they're like clinging on to all of these regulations in their licensure because it makes them feel safe. But really Mm -hmm. it's like restricting their freedom to practice and like, the, you know what I mean? So like, there's so many industries where people are like, no, we need all of these regulations and we need all of this structure and we need all of these laws. And you know what I mean? Like it need, and it really just takes from the actual fields. Like it, it, it just makes, it's the I, stupid it's just, risk adverse people ruining it for everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, just take responsibility for your life. And that's basically all I have to say about the strippers' bill of rights. Um, I think it's just really stupid. And, and one thing that comes to mind is whenever people talk about, like, oh, I didn't learn anything. Like, a lot of times libertarians have this conversation. Like, I've had it more than one time in New Hampshire where people are like, I didn't really learn anything in high school. And I'm like, yeah, me either. But the main thing I remember learning, seriously, like, the main thing is in social studies classes, it'd be like, okay, guys, so who is really bad in, like, the... 1900s the robber barons yes and what did the robber barons do they had businesses and they made people work too much so then oh well the unions come around well this is something like every single year in in different states too yeah and they'd be like so then they came around uh then the people got smart they formed unions yeah and that's the only reason why there aren't big bad robber barons yeah, I, I don't remember, I, like, robber barons, but I do remember the unions, and it was like, yeah, unions are good, and, you know, rights, I, obviously, like, rights are good, but um, we, since I grew up in New England, it was more um, in regards to, like, the mills. Yeah, so, this like, is, like, factory, where it was happening. Yeah, yeah, so, like, the factories and stuff. It was, like, all the north that where it started happening, because it was already yeah. industrialized. yeah. Yeah, so, like, all of the factory workers and, like, the children are like, oh, we can't have children. God mm-hmm. forbid children work. Like, That's we a huge can't part of have, mm-hmm. you know, we, we need labors and union, you know, like, whatever. We need unions so so we don't have 
child labor and all that. And I feel like that is just like a bunch of mind control that was seriously pushed on me. Like, I feel like that was like the number one thing I remember being pushed on me, like more than like, you know, math in um, high school and um, in, in like middle school. And I feel like that's why people think that like this. They're so stupid. They're like, otherwise, Elon Musk would ru- rule the world and make us all be like slaves to him. So we need to form unions and like, you know, ask the government to force things on the people who run businesses. It's like you can also choose who you work for, you know, that's the thing. unless people... you get yourself stuck in a position where you can't because you created a union. Yeah, it seems like a lot of people are just really... It comes back to the Mm self-responsibility. People do not want to take actual responsibility for their actions, and they want the state to do it for them, essentially. And then all of these people have a hero complex. Like, these strippers, like that girl, like you mentioned, like she's getting a master's degree. How much longer is she going to be a stripper for? Probably not that much longer, but she thinks she's better than all these other girls, and she has a massive hero complex, and she's going to save all of these girls using the government, and, you know, we're going to do it the right way, and we're going to vote, and we're going to create a stripper bill of rights, and I'm going to save you all. And really, it's going to take a lot of the freedom out of that position. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then girls who are younger than her that want to become a stripper to get out of some crappy dead end job they have who don't have money to go to college or, you know, you're going to have to have a master's degree to become a stripper. Sorry. (laughs) It's ridiculous. (laughs) But Lori, you had a story that I thought was really interesting that we could get into at least a little bit before the uh, break. Apparently, there's a secret, like, hidden layer where imprisoned people are being forced to make food and it'd be some of our most favorite surprising brands apparently are enslaving Mm. these people this article is from apnews.com the headline is prisoners in the u.s are part of a hidden workforce linked to hundreds of popular food brands a hidden path to america's dinner tables begins here at an unlikely source a former southern slave plantation that is now the country's largest maximum security prison Unmarked trucks packed with prison-raised cattle roll out of the Louisiana State Penitentiary where men are sentenced to hard labor and forced to work for pennies. it used to actually be a place where, like, African slaves were in in Louisiana in, like, the 1800s. And now it's a prison that uses slave labor. Wow. I mean, what what are the odds of that? Probably pretty good. They probably did it on purpose. (laughs) Probably. They love stuff like that, like, hidden meaning and, like connecting things yeah they Mm -hmm. think they're so smart they them those um so where men are prison are sentenced to hard labor and forced to work for pennies an hour and sometimes nothing at all after rumbling down a country road to an auction house the cows are bought by a local rancher and then followed by the associated press another 600 miles to texas slaughterhouse that feeds into the supply chains of giants like mcdonald's walmart and cargill wow intricate Invisible webs, just like this one, link some of the world's largest food companies and most popular brands to jobs performed by U.S. prisoners nationwide, according to a sweeping two-year AP investigation into prison labor that tied hundreds of millions of dollars worth of agricultural products to goods sold on the open market. They are among America's most vulnerable laborers. 
If they refuse to work, some can jeopardize their chances of parole or face punishment, like being sent to solitary confinement. Oh, my gosh. They're also often excluded from protections guaranteed to almost all other full-time workers, even when they are seriously injured or killed on the job. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, they're prisoners. What rights do they have? None. You did something wrong, so now you're not a person anymore. That's so terrible. That seriously needs to be abolished, because the 13th Amendment leaves that wide open, where slavery is still legal in the United States as long as you're a prisoner. 603-283-6160. You can call in with whatever's on your mind. More Free Talk Live coming up. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Wellness and self-care doesn't have to be complicated. So keep it simple and take good care of yourself with Sunny Bay Heating Pads. Our heating pads soothe pains in the neck, back, and shoulders while relaxing muscles and increasing blood circulation. Sunny Bay Heating Pads have always been made in the USA and hand-filled to perfection with the highest quality materials. Sunny Bay Heating Pads are the perfect wellness gift for loved ones or yourself. See all of our high-quality products at sunny-bay.com including heated body pads, neck pillows, heated neck and body wraps, and our stress-reducing lavender line. They're all affordable, durable, and in stock now and ready for immediate shipping direct from sunny-bay.com. Read our trusted, authentic, and real reviews at sunny-bay.com or just search for Sunny Bay Heating Pad. To your good health and wellness from Sunny Bay. 